Welcome to Zichud Daf Siman Ram Goldar, and today we're going to focus Daf Tzadiches, the eleventh parak, Nosin Al Anusa. So the three daps are going to focus on number one, a bright sign Daf Tzadi Zayin Amabes taught the brothers whose mother converted after they were conceived, but before they were born, are the rights to consider related to the mother and maternally related to each other, but are not related to their father, nor are considered paternal brothers. Rabbi said regarding what the Rabban said that Ain Av Mitzri, that a Mitzri referring to a non-Jew, has no father after he converts, do not say it's because they are steeped in immorality and it's not known who the biological father is, which would imply that if it was known with certainty, there would be paternity. For we learned in Abraisa that where there were twin brothers, the Tipa Akhazaya, where there's one drop of semen that divided into two, and therefore no question that they shared the same father, and yet in the Seifa, where they were conceived not in Kedusha, but were born in Kedusha, they are not permitted to do Yibum or Chalitza for one another. We learn from here that Afkari Afkari Rachman Lazar, that the Torah voids their paternity, as it's written concerning the Mitzrim, the flesh is the flesh of donkeys, and their seed is the seed of horses. Point number two is Tana Brites, the Rivkiva said, And the word of Hashem came to Yonah a second time, saying, This teaches Shani's Dibra Imoshchina, Shlishi's Dibra Imoshchina. The Shechina spoke with him a second time only, but did not speak with him a third time. The Radak explains that Yonah was punished with no more Nebuah for fleeing from his mission. The more questions this, for the Pasuk states regarding Yeruvim ben Yoash, who restored to Israel cities that had been taken away by the kings of Aram. He restored the boundary of Israel from the approach of Hamas until the Sea of Barava, Kedvar Hashem asher dibre biyad avdo Yonah ben Amitai Navi, like the word of Hashem God of Israel, which he had spoken by the hand of his servant, Yonah ben Amitai the Navi. We see from here that Hashem did speak with Yonah a third time. Ravina answered the Aliske Ninva Kamar. Rabbi Kiva was saying that Hashem did not speak to Yonah a third time regarding Ninva. He did speak to him again regarding other matters. Rav Nachman Rayisak said that he did not speak to Yonah again. And the Pasik is saying, like the word of Hashem that had spoken to Yonah about Ninva. Kishem Shinapakla Ninva Maralatova, Kakbimeyuravan bin Yoash, Nabakhlahem we Yisrael Maralatova. Just as Hashem's decree for Ninva was overturned from bad to good, so too in the days of Yeravam, Hashem's decree was changed from bad to good. And pointing with you, the next mission teaches Hamish Nashim Shinis Arvavaldasan, if there were five women whose male children became mixed up, and over time they grew into adults, were married, and died childless. How do their brothers, whose parentage was known, deal with the widows? Four of them do chalitza with one of the widows, and the remaining one does yibum. Then he and three other brothers do chalitza with another widow, and so on. This results in four chalitzos and one yibum for each widow. The Gemara teaches that one brother should not take all five in yibum. Rather, it's better that each one takes a widow in Yibum, for perhaps he'll end up marrying his own brother's widow and fulfill the mitzvah of Yibum. So once again, the three points are number one, Abraisan Daf Tzadi Zayin Amabes taught the brothers whose mother converted after they were conceived, but before they were born, are the rights to consider related to the mother and maternally related to each other, but are not related to their father, nor are considered paternal brothers. Rabbi said regarding what the Rabban said that Ain Av Mitzri, that a Mitzri referring to a non-Jew, has no father after he converts, do not say it's because they are steeped in immorality and it's not known who the biological father is, which would imply that if it was known with certainty, there would be paternity. For we learned in Abraisa that where there were twin brothers, the Tipa Achazaya, where there's one drop of semen that divided into two, and therefore no question that they shared the same father, and yet in the Seifa, where they were conceived not in Kedusha, but were born in Kedusha, they are not permitted to do Yibum or Chalitza for one another. We learn from here that Afkari Afkari Rachman Lazara, that the Torah voids their paternity, as it's written concerning the Mitzrim, 
The flesh is the flesh of donkeys, and their seed is the seed of horses. Point number two is Tana writes the Rivkiva said, And the word of Hashem came to Yonah a second time, saying, This teaches Shani's Dibra Imoshina, Shrishi's or Dibra Imoshina. The Shekhinah spoke with him a second time only, but did not speak with him a third time. The Radak explains that Yonah was punished with no more Nebuah for fleeing from his mission. The Gemara questions this, for the Pasuk states regarding Yeravim ben Yoash, who restored to Israel cities that had been taken away by the kings of Aram. He restored the boundary of Israel from the approach of Hamas until the Sea of Barava, Kedvar Hashem Asher Dibre B'yad Abdo Yonah ben Amitai Hanavi, like the word of Hashem God of Israel, which he had spoken by the hand of his servant, Yonah ben Amitai the Navi. We see from here that Hashem did speak with Yonah a third time. Ravina answered, Rabbi Kiva was saying that Hashem did not speak to Yonah a third time regarding Ninveh. He did speak to him again regarding other matters. Rav Nachman Rayisak said that he did not speak to Yonah again. And the Pasuk is saying, like the word of Hashem that had spoken to Yonah about Ninveh. Just as Hashem's decree for Ninveh was overturned from bad to good, so too in the days of Yeravam, Hashem's decree was changed from bad to good. And pointing with the next mission teaches, If there were five women, whose male children became mixed up, and over time they grew into adults, were married, and died childless. How did their brothers, whose parentage was known, deal with the widows? Four of them do chalitza with one of the widows, and the remaining one does yibum. Then he and three other brothers do chalitza with another widow, and so on. This results in four chalitzas and one yibum for each widow. The Gemara teaches that one brother should not take all five in yibum. Rather, it's better that each one takes a widow in Yibum, for perhaps he'll end up marrying his own brother's widow and fulfill the mitzvah of Yibum. All right, so now we go to our Simber Dav Tzadiches, and our standard Simon relates to schok, laughter, and we use a clown as the simon. So the clown is the simon. So here goes. The clown hired to perform at the birthday party for twin boys, who were conceived after their mother converted, had them play pin the tail on the donkey, and then only spoke twice before he mixed up all the kids and sent each one home with a different mother. Once again, it's emotion. The clown, clown, that must be more duff, sadiches, schok. The clown, hired to perform at the birthday party for twin boys, who were conceived after their mother converted, had them play pin the tail on the donkey. Which reminds us, we went to Bryce that if there were twin brothers, where there was one drop of semen that divided into two, and therefore no question that they shared the same father, yet in the Sefer where they were conceived not in Kedusha, but were born in Kedusha, they are not permitted to do Yibom or Chalitz for one another because they are not considered related through the father. The Torah voids their paternity, as it's written, concerning the Mitzrim, Basachamorim Basar, their flesh is the flesh of donkeys, and their seed is the seed of horses. So, the clan hired to perform at the birthday party for twin boys, who were conceived after their mother converted, had them play pin the tail on the donkey, and then only spoke twice. Which reminds us, Rabbi Kibbutz said the Kashbarko only spoke to Yonah twice, not three times, as a punishment for not wanting to fulfill Shem's will. When the word brings the Pasuk, which refers to the time of Yerubim and Yosh, when the Kosh Baruch Hu spoke to Yonah, which would be the third time, Ravina answered, Al iske Ninvakama. Rabbi Kiva was saying that Hashem did not speak to Yonah a third time regarding Ninveh. He did speak to him again regarding other matters. Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak said that he did not speak to Yonah again. And the Pasuk is saying, like the word of Hashem that had spoken to Yonah about Ninveh, just as Hashem's decree for Ninveh was overturned from bad to good, so too in the days of Yerubim, Hashem's decree was changed from bad to good. So, the clown hired to perform at the birthday party for twin boys, who were conceived after the mother converted, had them play pin the tail on the donkey, and then only spoke twice, before he mixed up all the kids and sent each one home 
with a different mother. Which reminds us, the next mission teaches, Chamesh Nashim, if there were five women whose male children became mixed up, and over time they grew into adults, were married, and died childless, how did the brothers whose parentage was known deal with the widows? Four of them do chalitz with one of the widows, and the remaining one does yibum. Then he and three other brothers do chalitz with another widow, and so on. This results in four chalitzas and one yibum for each widow. So once again, the clan hired to perform at the birthday party for twin boys who were conceived after the mother converted had them play pin the tail on the donkey, and then only spoke twice before he mixed up all the kids and sent each one home with a different mother. All right, now it's time for four balabak chazara. Daft Sadidal. So the simmer Daft Sadidal is a hunter. So here goes. A huntress, huntress. That must mean Daft Sadidal, hunter. A huntress whose testimony that her Yavam died in a safari was disqualified by Bastin, which reminds us the Gemara teaches that the Mishnah needed to teach that a woman is not believed to say that her Yavam died to clarify the position of Rebekiva. We might have thought that since Rebekiva holds Yesh Mamzer Machayvi Lavin, that a Mamzer results from a relationship prohibited by a love, a Machayshel Kalkul Vadaika, we can assume that the woman is afraid of being ruined and will be very careful about saying her Yavam died and therefore she should be believed. Kamash Malam, that nevertheless she's not believed. Rashi explains that she might hate the Yavam and lie in order to be free from him, despite the risk of being subject to all the penalties and her children becoming Mamzerim. So, a huntress whose testimony that her Yavam died in a safari was disqualified by Bastin, was shocked to see a man give his wife a get while not permitting her to marry. Which reminds Rav Yudah said in the name of Rav that Rav Elizabeth Masi could have darshaned a pearl from the Pasuk, and instead he darshaned a shard. What's the pearl? The Pasuk states, and nor shall they, referring to Kohanim, take marriage, the Isha Grusham Isha, and a woman divorced from her husband. This implies, even if she was only divorced from her husband, but was not permitted to another man, she is disqualified from marrying into the Kuna. Rashi explains that this would be accomplished if the husband said to his wife when he handed her the get, you're divorced from me, but are not permitted to any other man. So, a huntress whose testimony that her Yavam died in a safari was disqualified by Bastin, was shocked to see a man give his wife a get while not permitting her to marry, when he had just recently married her after her sister, who was his wife, and his brother-in-law died in an overseas trip. Which reminds us, the Gemara says that even if his wife and his brother-in-law, his wife's sister's husband, both traveled overseas, and he, after hearing of their deaths from a single witness, married the sister, and then his wife and brother-in-law returned, this marriage to the sister is effective in that it prohibits the wife's sister to his brother-in-law, yet his wife is permitted to him. And we do not say, that since his brother-in-law's wife became prohibited to his brother-in-law, his wife should be forbidden to him. So the simmer is a Tzahal tank commander. So here goes. The tank commander's wife, tank commander's wife, that must learn Daf Tzadihei, Tzahal tank commander. The tank commander's wife, who returned home to her husband after he intentionally had relations with her sister, which reminds us, the Gemara seeks the source for the ruling that when a man intentionally transgresses the prohibition of having relations with his wife's sister, that his wife does not become prohibited to him. It was taught in Abraisa. The Pasuk states regarding the prohibition of a married woman who committed adultery, Osa, and a man lay with her. This teaches that her lying with a man prohibits her, but her sister's lying with a man does not prohibit her, referring to her sister having relations with her husband. The Bryce explains why this teaching was necessary. 
So the tank commander's wife returned home to her husband after he intentionally had relations with her sister, only to find him and her mother about to be burned for having relations with each other, which reminds us, in a bright Rabbi Yehuda argued with Rabbi Yossi and said both Beisham and Hill agree that if a man had relations with his mother-in-law, his wife becomes forbidden to him, based on the passage regarding one who has relations with his mother-in-law, where it says, Beish Yisufu Osava Essen, in fire they shall burn him and them. The words and them refer to his wife and her mother. And since the Pasuk did not mean that his wife is also burned for she did nothing wrong, you must apply it with regard to a prohibition to teach that if a man has relations with his mother-in-law, his wife becomes prohibited to him. So the tank commander's wife who returned home to her husband after he intentionally had relations with her sister, only to find him and her mother about to be burned for having relations with each other, called her other two sisters for comfort who had just gotten divorced from their husbands because of the confusion arising from an overseas trip, which reminds us, the Mishnah Dav Tzadi Daudam Abbas brought a case where a man's wife and brother-in-law went overseas and were reported dead, leading the man to marry his sister-in-law. They then reappeared, and the Tanakhama permits the first wife to return to her husband, but forbids his sister-in-law to return to her brother-in-law. Rabbi Yossi said, Anyone who disqualifies others disqualifies himself as well. And whoever does not disqualify others does not disqualify himself either. Where he explains what Yossi means that just as his brother-in-law's wife is prohibited to her husband, so to his wife is prohibited to him. So the similar Daf Sadivav is a town crier. So here goes. The town crier, town crier, that must mean we're on Daf Sadivav, Tzav. The town crier who got knocked over by a miner running to do yibum while being chased by his adult brothers, which reminds us, the Gemara mends a mission to read that a miner disqualifies the brothers at the beginning with regard to an act of mimer, but with regard to having relations, he disqualifies the adult brothers even when performed at the end. Rush explains that the mission is teaching that if he had relations with the Obama after a brother performed mimer, the brothers are disqualified since the miner's relations are considered the equivalent of an adult mimer. It disqualifies just like an adult mimer performed after a previous adult mimer disqualifies. So, the town crier got knocked over by a miner running to do yibum while being chased by his adult brothers, cried out that the other minor brother already beat him to it, which reminds us, if a boy of nine years in one day has relations with his yavama, and afterwards his brother of nine years in one day also has relations with her, it's malchokas on the kamarabishim whether the second brother disqualifies the first brother from taking the yavama in yibum. So, the town crier who got knocked over by a miner, running to do Yibu while being chased by his adult brothers, cried out that the other minor brother already beat him to it, quoting the halakh in the name of the rabbi, buried in the grave nearby, which reminds us. The Gemara relates that once Rabbi Yochanan was extremely upset with Rabbi Lazar, who stated a teaching of Rabbi Yochanan's without mentioning his name. Rabbi Yochanan said in the name of Rabbi Shimbar any deceased Tom Lechachim whose name is quoted in this world, his lips move in the grave. Rabbi Yochan was upset that Belazar would deny him this benefit. Dav Tzadi Zayin. So the similar Dav Tzadi Zayin is a chess master. So here goes. The skinny 36-year-old, sorry, chess master, chess master, that must be more Dav Tzadi Zayin. The skinny 36-year-old, sorry, chess master, who never listened to his rabbi's advice to gain weight, which reminds us, a person who never spread a pubic hair, nor had the characteristics of a sorry's, is considered a sorry's when Rob Shnosov have passed, the majority of his years have passed, which is when he reaches the age of 36. And when people used to reach the age of 20, without spreading pubic hair, they would come to rub it and he would advise them. If they were thin, he would tell them, go gain weight. And if they are overweight, he would tell them, go lose weight, as being too lean or overweight can prevent the sprouting of pubic hair. So, the skinny 
36-year-old Asaris chessmaster, who never listened to his rabbi's advice to gain weight, played against a fierce opponent who married the sister of the woman he violated. Which reminds us, the opening mission of the 11th Parak states, Nosin al-Nusva one may marry the relatives of a woman who was violated or seduced by him, but one who violates or seduces the relatives of his married wife is Chayev. The Gemara asks for the source for this ruling and brings a bracelet that states, Bechuan Nemar Shchiva, Bechan Nemar Kicha. In regard to all forbidden relations, which Rashi defines as Arias, homosexuality, bestiality, the Torah speaks of lying with them. Whereas here, regarding the wife's relatives, the Torah speaks of taking them to teach us Derech Bekicha Asr Torah. The Torah forbade relations only in the manner of taking, which means that when the Torah says not to take a woman and her daughter or not to take a woman and her sister, it's referring to a woman that was taken in marriage. It would not be forbidden to take the daughter or a sister of a woman that was violated or seduced. So the skinny 36-year-old Sari's chess master, who never listened to his rabbi's advice to gain weight, played against a fierce opponent who married the sister of the woman he violated, while two proselyte brothers from the same father and mother refereed who are known as the sons of Mr. So-and-so. Which reminds us, the Gemara relates that the sons of a Yudin and the slave woman were freed, and Rabbah Kabar Yaakov permitted them to marry each other's wives, referring to their widow. Rabbah said to him that Rav Shesh has prohibited such a marriage. They disagreed when they were paternal and maternal brothers. Rabbah Kabar Yaakov permits them because people look at them primarily as paternal brothers and call them the sons of Mr. So-and-so. Whereas Rav Shesha says, people also call them the sons of Mrs. So-and-so. All right, that concludes today's shir. This is Rabbi Avram Golden Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.